Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Okay, what are we talking about today? We are talking about one of my favorite things, and this is creative visualization. Aren't you excited? I am. I am super excited. Mm -hmm. Well, and it kind of, it's kind of neat because you and I are doing that manifestation challenge together. And that's a lot of creative visualization too. I mean, you know, anything that is focused around laws of attraction, things like that, it's going to use creative visualization. Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. We're, and we're on it. And I feel like it must be doing something for us because we're both like, every time we talk, we've got like things to tell each other. I know. I know. Good stuff. stuff, good stuff. Stuff's happening, mm-hmm. right? So how do we want to start? What do you want to talk about? Well, first off, I guess we could tell people that creative visualization is a powerful tool that can help you manifest your goals and attract what you want in your life. And I know you're going to talk about vision boards and stuff like that, which I can't wait to hear your take on that because I love doing doing that. But it's... I do believe that our mind is so powerful that if we believe something enough, unless it's something stupid, like I'm going to go out and do brain surgery on my dog tomorrow. I mean, you know, that's, you know, I'm not going to manifest that, but you know, within certain goal, I mean, within certain realms of possibility. So creative visualization is a powerful tool that can help you manifest your goals and attract what you want in your life. So you can use visualization to create your dream life and help you get a real clear idea of what you want in your life. Yeah, Yeah. totally. So just a general idea. So like Mm -hmm. people are like, okay, well, where do I begin? Well, tell me how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like what am I supposed to do? Like, it's great. I can just sit here and, you know, just draw a picture in my mind. It's a little (laughs) trickier than that. Right. Yeah. So some of the things that um, I found a list of things that can help you stoke the creative side before you sit down to actually spend time doing actual visualization, but Mm -hmm. things to help you stoke creativity before you begin. So like uh, one of the ones they talk about is like taking a walk, being out in nature. Mm -hmm. Another one is visit a bookstore. Like if the books are attracting you, then so also probably are the topics attracting you, mm-hmm. right? Another one would be to work out or clean a space. And mm-hmm. I know that you and I are par for this because every time we get a harebrained idea in our house, in our brains, we're like, oh, but I need to clean my office first because then, mm-hmm. then I got space to lay it all out, right? So that's well, kind and of- you know, one thing that goes right along with that is thinking about, about this visualization as kind of a putting together visual mental imagery, images of what you want. And so being out in nature, doing vision boards, you know, creating all that is exactly what you're, you know, you're exactly right. Exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Right. So another tool they have is sometimes it takes relocating from where you are right now, transplanting yourself into a space that's going to help you visualize. Cause sometimes we get stuck, like, right. Mm-hmm. We're in the same old space. We can't see the vision because we're mm-hmm. stuck. Right. Right. Another one is getting together with friends. Later on down the list, it specifically says getting together with the peeps who support you, Mm -hmm. like because they're also going to be the ones who are like, yeah, that you have a good idea. Like I support you. You need to now develop it kind of thing. But 
you know, it's that whole theory of, okay, you've got a great idea. I'm behind you, but now develop it, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, meditate, journal, they're all on the list. One of them that they have on there is like browse Pinterest or Google, like, right? Because a lot of times we think we have a good idea and then we go look on Google and there's like a thousand people already doing it. And so we need right. to tweak our idea mm-hmm. or we need to see the idea that's already out there and figure out how to make ours more more marketable, more attractive, more geared towards ourselves, more geared towards the group we're trying to reach or whatever it is that we're trying to visualize, right? And then make lists, you know, where you and I are list makers. How many ideas have you got where you've got this whole list of what you would want to do, what you need to do, right? And then with that is sleep on it. Mm -hmm. Make sure that no matter what it is you're doing or what idea it is you come up with, that you don't just like cloud out there to the public. Hey, I got this idea and throw it on Facebook. (laughs) Sometimes it takes sleeping on it a little bit and developing it. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the segue we have, you know, that's, this is how we develop that creative mm-hmm. idea. Now, how do we put it into a vision? Well, and maybe even before that, let's talk about some of the benefits, why you would even want to do this. Because it, you know, it, creative visualization offers a whole lot of benefits and they can do these benefits of this can help even more than just helping you achieve your whatever you're trying to manifest, any time, any goal you're trying to reach. It just going through this process can help you reduce stress because even taking the time out of your day just to be still and really focus on visualizing is a kind of meditation. So it is going to help reduce stress. It will help you increase your focus, not just on what this you're trying to manifest is, but on pretty much everything else in your life. Because just like with meditation, when you take the time to really start to focus and work on something it kind of it kind of spirals down into everything else in your life it also will help increase your self-confidence it helps bring you joy because who doesn't like manifesting and visualizing and thinking about something they really desire and so if you do this you may not achieve the joy immediately but you're working on that you're creating that spark of joy in your life and it inspires you and a lot of times i know for me when i'm writing the more i write and and finally yeah, the more I write, the more inspiration I have. So whenever I get in a rut and I can't write, I start looking back at, guess what, how long it's been since I've had a daily writing practice, you know? So when you're trying to manifest and have goals, that gives you the inspiration for other things. It'll improve relationships, which you're kind of like, wait, what? But because when you're going through this creative visualization process, it increases your positivity in life. It helps you stay motivated, gives you more confidence, helps you be inspired more and helps you inspire people more so it can help with the relationships around you it boosts all your happy hormones Mm -hmm. so i do have six steps to begin using creative visualization okay when you're looking to you need to be very specific when you decide to find something or work on a goal, something to manifest. So you want to set the mood. So it's it's good to be in a relaxed and positive state of mind when you attempt to create visualization. So as you mentioned before, going on a walk outside, you know, or maybe soaking in a bathtub, listening to some chill music, getting yourself relaxed so that all the outside world is not bombarding you. Step two is enter a meditative state. 
So it tends to be the most intense and meaningful, meaningful if you take time to meditate before you really start working on creative visualization. Then you want to visualize your goal. And when you and I started doing our little manifestation challenge, I started, I had a list of Oh, I wish I had it with me here. I had a list of crazy stuff that were my goals, you know, and so I really, because I'm a writer, so I sat and I wrote down everything. I was trying to visualize what do I really want? All of mine are always huge. You want to narrow down your focus and get a good image of what you want and build the details of it up. I mean, really sit down and decide, you know, let's say um, whoever's listening may decide I want to be a yoga instructor. Okay, that's a goal, but you need to really de create the details of what does that mean? What kind of instructor do you want to be? Who do you want to teach? Where do you want to teach? What kind of training do you want? So build those details to your goal because then that makes the goal more real and it makes it more possible for you to achieve. Um, step number four is hold on to feelings associated with your visualization. So it's important to see the goals as they manifest in your life and hold on to those feelings that you get when you're going through this pro process. So the feelings of pride and happiness and confidence and peace, things like that that you experience when you're picturing your goal being fully manifested, but also as you're going through it. I mean, isn't it wonderful when you're, feel when you're really proud of yourself and you're doing something you're like, wow, did I really do that? Wow, look at me. Um, that's another one of those building up self-confidence. And then make a habit of using creative visualization because, you know, the more you use anything, the more comfortable you are doing it. And then the last step is work hard to achieve the goal. This is probably the least followed step. And these are all steps from Law of Attraction, by the way. These aren't Kathleen's tips of the day. <laughs> but, Although they're good. Yeah, they but these, yeah. yeah, so you could look up, you know, Laws of Attraction. But uh, this, the work hard to achieve your goal is, I think, the hardest part because you can sit down and manifest all day long and then just sit back, you know, on on your sofa drinking the glass of wine going what the hell why is it here <laughs> so because you have to work hard and it's a lot more valuable to you if you work hard to achieve it yeah so let's you know circle back around to this whole idea of okay so we've got listeners who are like well I'm like Kat and Tiny and I've got a thousand ideas and I have no idea how to hone them down mm -hmm. or I know that I'm not happy where I am. And maybe those listeners are like, I, I know I need a change, but I have no idea what that change will look like. I don't even know what I want for myself. So this is where the vision board comes into play. And mm -hmm. we heard about it probably, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago was maybe the first time I heard about a vision board. And I was like, what's a vision board? Right? <laughs> and, I, and I and I never even thought anything twice about it. And then, you know, a couple of years later, I was hearing people doing these vision board parties, bring all these magazines. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to go to a cutting and pasting party. That sounds silly, right? In my head, <laughs> that was, you know, I got more important things to do yeah. than, you know, play around with I've got to manifest some shit now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, but now having done a few vision boards in my yeah. life, I now see the value in them. Mm -hmm. and if it weren't for a vision board, you know, Ozzy Tala wouldn't exist. So 
out of, you know, great vision boards comes some really great things. You know, one of the lovely quotes I read while I was running through just some websites was if you build it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you build the vision board, so too will come the ideas and how to drive them, right? So the the lovely part about a vision board is it's going to help you build the good vibrations, it's going to help build optimism, and it's going to help help you tie your conscious ideas with your subconscious ideas because as you rifle through the magazines, you're going to be attracted to words, mm-hmm. you're going to be attracted to pictures, and vision boarding asks us to not overthink it, just cut out like it it tells you even specify like 30 minutes or 45 minutes just to go through magazines and cut as much as you can that's attractive to you and then lay it out in front of you and start to decipher what's going to fit on this board. And you might have words that even though they were attractive to you, don't fit on your board or Mm -hmm. other words that you were like, oh my gosh, I remember seeing that one. I got to go back and find that one because that Mm -hmm. fits on this board, right? Exactly. And how many times have you done a vision board that just doing the board, it changed your whole focus of what you thought you wanted. Yeah, I totally it's amazing. went in thinking yeah. I wanted to redecorate my kitchen and I come out with this <laughs> whole different plan. And yeah. all of a sudden you realize that the priority right now maybe isn't renovating your house, but instead yeah. is, you know, building a garden and, you know, gardening and harvesting for the first time this year, whatever it is. But right. you wouldn't know that without having played around with what's, you know, hanging out in your subconscious. But these words and these pictures can just all of a sudden just pull some of that stuff that's sitting back there to the forefront of your mm-hmm. eyes exactly. and help you put it on the vision board. So a couple of the rules that go along with vision boarding is one is this isn't about details. This is not the list. This is not the the how-to steps. This is simply the vision, right? Mm -hmm. It is to spark the light in your eyes. So bring glue, bring a scissors, Mm -hmm. and you know, find three to five to six magazines and think outside the box. If all you do is read yoga magazines, then make sure that what you're cutting your pictures from is only one yoga magazine and five other magazines. Mm-hmm. Because that too is us being stuck in a rut, right? Exactly. So you know, go ahead. I was going to say, and if you do, any of our listeners, if you do a vision board, oh, Post it on our Facebook or Instagram page and tag us because I'm dying to see your vision boards. I get so excited looking. I mean, I love to look at my own, but it's more fun for me. I love to see what attracted someone else, especially people I know and or people that I'm on the same track with. It excites me to see it. So anyway, just thought I'd jump on in there and say that too. If you do one, post it, let us see it, tag us. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I 100% agree. I want to see them. I was thinking about after we were talking about this and, you know, doing up all the notes for visualization that I mm-hmm. think I'm going to do a class series of, uh, you know, all another series about just wellness practices. Mm-hmm. And one of them is going to be vision boarding in it. Mm-hmm. Mala making will be another one. I like just feel like I I'm gravitating towards this now. And I feel like you're coming out the gate in January and everybody's looking for something to glom onto an idea to get 
to get excited about. So it's right. the perfect time. So when it comes to vision boarding, it's a pretty simple, you know, topic. It's a pretty simple process. It Again, it tells us to set a timer for like 30 minutes to 45 minutes where you start by looking at the magazines, hone in on words and pictures that make you smile. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to even be aligned with the idea you came in with because that's not what we're doing yet, right? Mm-hmm. And then it says, cut them out and just leave them in piles, words, pictures, maybe you put them in, you know, however you wish to organize those. And then after the timer runs out, close the magazines and only take what you've got cut out in front of you. So maybe Mm -hmm. there's some pictures, maybe there's some words. And as you start to spread them out in front of you, now you might see some ties. Oh, this will definitely help me get to that. Mm-hmm. Right, you can start to see some patterns, and then you might totally see some outliers that are like, "Yep, yeah, that's that's not part of this board." And maybe you just slide those off and put them in an envelope for the next time you do a vision board. Right. Or you know, maybe you decide in a month or two, I'm going to come back and do this again, and that's going to be on my next vision board. But for now, stick with the things that are like all falling into place, and you'll be really surprised at how quickly stuff falls into place on your vision board and then go ham at it with your glue stick and glue it all down arrange it the way you want so that it is visually exciting to you mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a fantastic work of art if you love <laughs> doing the artsy part then make it you know be artsy but mm-hmm. that's not the goal of the vision board the goal of the vision board is to stir something in you that wasn't being stirred before mm-hmm. exactly and so then that means You have to go home or you're not already at home and you have to display the vision board where you will see it every day. Mm -hmm. And don't be embarrassed by it. If people in your house walk by it and go, really, that's what you're visioning right now? You're (laughs) like, yes, that is exactly what I am visioning. (laughs) And do not be shy about that. Also know that if you're going to do a vision board, that you can do them in series, like a short-term versus a long-term vision board. So maybe you do three short-term boards and one long-term board and make them as a display. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I was reading an article from Tanya Harrell, and it was on betterhelp.com. And I was flipping through this and she had some tips for using creative visualization. She does quote, I think you have the same book, the Schottky, Schottky Gawain Creative Visualization book, but she does quote her quite a bit. Her? Yes. One thing she says is you can practice creative visualization with very little instruction. Still, people who use the technique often find that certain attitudes and practice help them stick with creative visualization and they see a benefit from it. So some of the tips she recommended was to have an open mind, which you would think is common sense, but it's amazing how many people come into something like this with a, well, I want to do this, but I'm not this and I don't have this degree and I don't have this much money and they've got all these I don'ts and I can'ts and I won'ts. So you have to have an open mind because to have a chance at benefiting at all from creative visualization, you have to at least see it as a possibility. And I love her, her thought on that because if you can't really visualize this as a possibility, then it's never going to be a possibility. Another thing she suggests as a tip to help with that is, as we've talked about already, is learn meditation because most people 
pick up negative self-talk in childhood and throughout their lives. So often these words and these unbidden thoughts are always in the back of our mind. So when you get into a meditation practice, it's a way to help deal with that. And so she suggests one meditation technique is to let your thoughts drift in and out of your mind without judging and without trying to hold them. And as you continue practicing and meditating, just it's I always call this a refocusing meditation when I do this. I'm not focusing on anything and thoughts come floating in and I just push them on out and they kind of go in and out. But you're able to recognize when you do this, you're able to recognize the negative thoughts, the negativity, the negative beliefs in your, it's constantly in that reel in the back of our mind. And then use other relaxation techniques, you know, try yoga nidra, maybe get a massage, do things that even just a different deep, breathing, pranayama practice, anything that will help your body to relax so that you can visualize and then imagine the best that it could be, you know, see it as, see it as what you want it to be and then follow it as a practice, you know, like so because it makes complete sense. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. And you do and have, oh, usually, yeah, I was going to say, and usually we are the ones who get in our own way. Mm-hmm. So making sure that we've cleaned up what mm-hmm. we're thinking about ahead of time or, or already that you can't do that or no, mm-hmm. you're not capable or, you know, you're not good enough or you're not worthy of that or, you know, whatever that negative language is. And we all do that. We all have limiting beliefs. We all have, I mean, and someone that tells you they don't, they're lying. Either that or they're so out of t- touch with themselves. I don't, or well, I shouldn't say that. Maybe there is someone that doesn't have any limiting be- limiting beliefs and doesn't have any negativity in the world. I just can't imagine as a human that you don't have some little real. Yeah, they're um, probably the 10 billionaires. That- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so maybe they don't, but... It, you know, this, it's a wonderful practice and it can even help put you in a better mental state. Now it's not, it's not a place that like, well, I'm going to do creative visualization and not go to my psychologist anymore to help with my anxiety. No, that's not what I mean, but it can help put you in a better mood, you know, seeing possibilities rather than hurdles. Of course, there are some hurdles on this manifestation journey, but as long as you can see yourself jumping over them instead of slamming into them. Yeah, you can see the possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives you, a, it helps bring you to a place of hope. Yeah. Well, I did want to mention this book, though, since I brought it up already. This is a book by Shakti Gawain, and it's called Creative Visualization. Use the power of your imagination to create what you want in your life. It's a short little book, and it's a really fast read. So if you want to check it out, check it out. You have that one too, you said, right? I do not actually have oh. that one, but I have one called Lean In and The Power of Intention, which mm-hmm. are two books. Lean In is by Cheryl Sandberg. Mm-hmm. And The Power of Intention is by Dr. Wayne Dyer. Mm-hmm. You know, I have the book Lean In. I have, I've, have been trying to read it through the power of osmosis for years. I got it the year it came out and it's just on my to read list. Well, maybe we need to give ourselves that task. I just got it and it's just sitting there. So it's on my to read list. 
See, and if I'm reading it with you, then I'll go. I know I'll be like, Tanya's going to ask me about this. I better get my happiness <laughs> down and read it. So, you know, one other thing we did not mention, but you have to remember that creative visualization is accomplished in the first person and in the present tense as if it's happening now. Like I want our podcast reaches a thousand listeners a day. You know, you have to put it in the present tense. Just thinking about creative visualization is accomplished in the first person and in the present tense as if it's happening to you right now. So be extremely clear in the way that you want to describe and visualize what you want to happen and see it as happening because, as I always blab about, and I know y'all are tired of hearing it, our mind is powerful. If you say it and believe it enough, you will manifest it. When it comes to visualizations, make sure that you give yourself some time to build that creative space. Spend a little time, like Kat says, in meditation, clearing away whatever junk and debris mm -hmm. has been hanging out, telling you you're not capable of it. Mm -hmm. And then Kat says, send us pictures of your vision board. Yeah, send them out. Post them on Facebook. Share them with us. We want to see 100%. Rock on. I love it. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Pittas on a Pod.